welcome to Auric Digital's How to Make a Video Game Podcast. Here, you'll be entertained, informed, and enlightened by the many goings-on within the studio as we introduce you to our projects, our colleagues, and give you a little insight into how we operate. Thanks for listening in. We hope you enjoy today's episode. Um, this is the How to Make a Video Game Podcast with my good self, Matthew and Jess. Hey, Jess. Hey, Matt. This is a big episode, this one. It's a big episode. I'm very excited. This is something different than we've ever done before for an episode, which is going to be cool. This, essentially, in a nutshell, is a sequential um, jump through time of the events leading up to and including and past uh, the release of Bolt Gun, Warhammer 40,000 Bolt Gun. Came out back in May, uh, time of recording. It's now uh, early August, my goodness me. And... Bolt Gun is a thing of the past. It's out. People are enjoying it. Players are digging it and exploding stuff up. And this is going to be really interesting as a bit of a retrospective because we've never, we've released games during seasons of the podcast before, but this is different in that we actually took it upon ourselves to capture um, thoughts before the release, during and afterwards. Um, so you get a real, uh, a real authentic account of where everybody's headspace is at during a launch of a game. It was interesting as well because I, we knew it would be a bit of a slam dunk as a game. I think that's fair. I mean, I think we, we definitely knew it was a fun game. We knew we had a good game on our hands. Um, as to the response, uh, like you said very well just now, that was a real surprise because like Thomas has always said, Tom's worked on a lot of games and released, been part of the dev team behind a lot of released games, shipped games. And um, one of the things he always says is like, you just never know. You just never know. And we've had two successful games before. We've had several other, like, you know, very, very good moderate games releases before, like Mars Horizon and Brumos have both performed very well in the over the top 3% of all Steam titles ever launched. Mm. They've done fantastically. So this was just that next level with Bolt Gun that we just really didn't anticipate. We could feel it coming from things like the wish list, which is a predictive tool that you can use to see how well a game will do. But... We just didn't know quite how well it would hit until it got to the hands of players. Mm. Um, and the response has been awesome and overwhelming. So I think this episode is going to be really cool just to take through yourselves at home exactly that. What is a day in the life of a studio releasing a game? How does it look before and during and after? How? What are people up to? What's happening? Because mm. um, I'm sure quite a few people at home might be curious as to what happens is actually in some ways it's very exciting but it's also quite like par for the course <laughs> you kind of like click a button at your desk and then the game is out yeah <laughs> yeah of, of all the all the hours the the blood sweat and tears has gone into it it's just the click of a button and you're throwing yourself out there creatively at the click of a button but you mentioned just then people um and even ourselves as gamers, it's very easy to forget sometimes that people are behind these things. People with lives, human beings, with families, children, dogs, cats, all the things. Um, and it's really, really good to do an episode like this, to get an account of the people that made it. Um, and only a small chunk. I mean, the credits list of Bolt Gun is huge. It's massive. Huge. And this is just a small little chunk of, of some of the core people around it um, and in, inside it. So... How do, how do how where do we go next? How do we tackle this one, Jess? I think we've just got to dive straight in and and go step by step, take the players through the journey, and we'll just see where we end up. So as developers, it 
takes us generally like a few years to make a game, you know, three to four years, and we never know what it's going to be like until players actually get their hands on the game. Um, this is, might be why you see some games go into early access release, for example, because they want to see what the player response is and, you know, take that back, take that feedback back and keep working on it. Um, Releasing a game is very nerve-wracking. Um, um, we did just that uh, on the 23rd of May, 2023, marking it in history. Uh, Orc Digital, um, alongside Focus Entertainment, we released Warhammer 40,000 Bolt Gun, uh, very much thanks to Focus and Games Workshop as well, uh, for coming along the ride. Um, and we wanted to give some insight into the final moments of before it goes live, as it's going live, and we just checked in with the team as things were happening, as they were unfolding at the time. Um, if you want to know a bit more about Warhammer, we've covered this a lot on the podcast in previous seasons, so season 8, episode 6, and season 7, episode 3. So after you're done with this one, do swing back to those if you fancy it. Um, but without further ado, I'm going to jump straight into the pre-release. Of course, we have your good self, Jess, our biz dev associate pulling the strings here. You've got Thomas Rawlings, our studio director, Anthony O'Neill, producer, Toby Draper, also producer, Grant Stewart, the lead designer on Bolt Gun, Joe Beecham, uh, one of our technical artists, Joe Mills, one of our programmers, and Callum Philpot, one of our associate QA testers. Let me clap this. I come through on mine. Yeah. Right. Whenever you're ready, Jess. Uh, yes. Hello. Hi. Um, thanks for joining us here today. Uh, we are in the weeds, as some might describe it as. It's the day before launch of Bolt Gun, Warhammer 40,000 Bolt Gun. How is everyone feeling? We've been joined by a bunch of the developers on the game today. Um, if everyone just kind of watch, I just do a quick scope around. We'll just get a general feeling of everyone. Uh, Joe M. Joe Mills, how are you feeling today? Uh, hello. Yeah. Quite nervous today. Uh, this is the first big big launch I've kind of been part of, so it's exciting to be able to get our game out there for for other people to be able to see and play it. Yeah, it's going <laughs> to be it's going to be really good. What have you uh, been working on, Joe? What's your role at Oroch? Uh I'm a programmer, so I've been behind the scenes making everything kind of work, bringing the game to life, the functionality to life, uh, making sure the heretics try and shoot you, and you're able to shoot them back. <laughs> <laughs> very, very nice. Uh, other Joe, Joseph, how you doing? How you feeling? What have you been doing? I'm doing good. Um, I don't believe it's happening. It's surreal. So I'm, I'm, as far as I'm concerned, we're not releasing. Um, no, so on the project, um, I mostly worked on the environments. So making the levels look, look all nice. That was sort of my domain. Very, very nice. Uh, Ant, how are we doing? How are you feeling? Hey, uh, yeah, I'm actually not too bad at the moment. Um, I think I'm just uh, blocking it all out. So in my mind, we don't have a launch tomorrow, and I'm, I'm okay with that. Um, yeah, the second I uh, do start to think that maybe we might have be having a game come out tomorrow, I definitely start to get a, a fair bit nervous. Yes, yes, I can imagine. That's understandable. I guess in production as well, do you feel like there's there's extra stress on, on at this point in the launch of the game, or does it kind of feel kind of like normal kind of standard stress? Is there extra stress? Um, I mean, no, I wouldn't say there's any additional stress on production that isn't on the the entire rest of the team. Uh, I mean, the, the, the way we run things at Auroch tends to be that everyone is, uh, is accountable um, and everyone's responsible. So uh, there's definitely a lot of stress, but uh, I wouldn't say there's any additional stress uh, on, on my part, certainly. I'm feeling it, feeling it as much as uh, everyone else is, I think. Nice. 
Bram, how are we doing? How are we feeling? What have you been up to on Bolt Gun? Hello. Uh, what have I been up to on Bolt Gun? Uh, it's, as an intro, hello, I was the lead designer on Bolt Gun, which uh, I don't know how to describe that in terms other than I just make everyone else's life difficult, basically, and make them do loads of stuff. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm very excited about Bolt Gun coming out. I'm, the more of today that happens, the more I'm like, oh, yeah, it's really happening, isn't it? Like, it's actually going to come out tomorrow. And the sort of confidence of sitting there thinking, yeah, I think this game's pretty good. It'll it'll be all right. It's going to be fine. You know, find out tomorrow, don't we? <laughs> the gnawing doubt in the pit of your stomach going, oh, God, I hope people like it. Um, <laughs> well, I'll, I'll jump, jump in at this do. point and, yeah, kind of add to that because I, I, I think for – you know, for me, I've been through a lot of game releases and it's exciting. We've got a few of the team who've never done this before. Uh, and I'll say it never really gets easier <laughs> because, you know, we, we do obviously play tests and all these kind of things, but you never know how it's going to go until it's actually in the hands of players. And we've done games where I thought they were great and then, you know, players have, have really liked it and games I thought were great and players haven't quite chimed in the way that I thought they would. So it's always really nerve-wracking. But the, the other thing that I think to kind of add into the thing is is for some of us a lot obviously a lot of the people here the team who've spent you know somewhere you know between months and years like incredibly hard work on a project but i mean you know for somebody like me who's not on the day-to-day of it but has been involved in the project since the very first time we sat down in a room and said wouldn't it be cool if we did this and that was somewhere like two and a half three years ago to the point we're at now where it's about to come out and it's a real actual thing that actual players are going to spend their hard-earned cash on it's yeah it's always really nerve-wracking um and you want it you know you want it to go well because we want our games to go well but i really want it to go well because i know how hard you've all worked on it in the team and you know other team members not here i know how much you know blood sweat and tears have gone into getting it to this point so i, I for, for many reasons i really want it to go well Oh, thank you, Tom. That's just really heartwarming and affirming. I could just see everyone's faces just melt a little bit and smile. It was really kind to hear. So thank you. Um, yeah, everyone's worked insurmountably hard on this. Um, just going to check in on a couple of other people. How how are you doing, Toby? How are you feeling today? It's coming out tomorrow. Hello, folks. Um, I'm excited. I'm also terrified. Uh, I'm thinking about you know, 50-50, but it's about even the excitement versus terrified uh, scale. Um, it's been a long sort of three years working on this project since we sort of did the uh, pre-production demo and, and to see how far it's come is really exciting. And I think like um, from a production perspective, I, I, I sort of have full faith that we've we've really polished this, this product up and I'm just really excited to see all the good work from that the team have done be released into the big world. Nice. And... Uh... Callum, how are you doing? You're you've been you've been plugging away QAing on the game. How are you feeling? Yeah, I'm feeling really good. Um, very confident. Um, I know that there's going to be problems with the game that on uh, on launch, but I mean, as someone who's been playing games for my entire life, there's always rocky launches with games. So I think, as far as polish goes, I think it's in a really good place um, at the moment. Nice, awesome, cool. Um, yeah, I guess I guess I kind of had some like questions, and I'm curious, really. What what what, what are you all going to be up to tomorrow on launch day? You know, when we're launching, what's what? Do, are there any plans? You know, do you have any big buttons to push? Anything like that? Um, what are you going to be up to? 
I want to say, thankfully, a lot of uh, that side of things will be handled by uh, Focus, who are the, the publisher on the project. Um, they'll be uh, pushing the buttons, uh, making sure that the games are released on time and as planned. Um, and both they and, to a certain extent, the, the Auroc um, social uh, comms team will be keeping an eye out for incoming feedback, bug reports, which then the external QA testers will will jump on and test for us. Um, so certainly the initial round of communications, the uh, the initial sort of uh, having a look and seeing what the what the feedback is, um, can more or less be handled externally. Um, I'm certainly recommending to to the rest of the team that they turn off socials and and don't uh, spend all their time scanning through comments. Um, how how effective that request will be will, will will remain to be seen. I think. Yeah, we're we're all definitely going to do that. And that's absolutely what's going to happen. We're not all going to sit on YouTube refreshing the words "bolt gun review" just like every five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it's. I think it's a it's a hard. Again, it's one of these things. It's a hard thing because I, th- I think you know if, you, if you're listening to this podcast and you're a player and you've ever vented yourself on a review or a social post or something like that I, I would like to remind you there's almost certainly a whole bunch of people on the other other end of that um lots of whom will have spent enormous amounts of time and effort putting that front thing in front of you that you liked or didn't like and often they won't necessarily have had the choice whether or not it turned out quite that way they might have been arguing to change a feature or add more time or take away a feature or something like that so i, I think it's helpful to always remember that there is somebody on the other end of that and there'll, there'll be a story and everything like that. Sure, it doesn't necessarily, you know, we, we want people who spend their money on our games to feel that they've had good, you know, that, that's been justified and they've had fun and it's it's really, you know, been fun. But yeah, I would recommend not just for our titles, for any title, like, sure, give people critique, you know, critique what they're doing, give them feedback, and that can be negative if you're not enjoying it. But remember, there is somebody there, you know, before you start yelling insults and that, there is a person there. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's being being in game development now has really changed my perspective on that kind of thing as well. Just knowing what it's like on the other side of things, it's been really insightful for me. Um, this is my second launch now, I think. So I'm just I'm 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 going to be inevitably refreshing and seeing how everything's doing. Um, yeah, I think it's it's going to be nice. Um, I also wondered, I guess, is does anyone have any kind of interesting little Easter egg tidbits that they'd like to share? Like, is there anything, any, any precious memories, any, I can see a couple of giggles happening uh, to the viewers at home. We can see each other. You can't see us, but we, we can see each other and uh, we, we got some giggles. So um, if anyone wants to share any fun little memories. I have a very quick one. Do. Most of the invisible walls in the game are a result of, um, of Callum's hard QA testing. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say that while it might be Grant's job as lead designer to make everyone else's job difficult, it was my job to make Grant's job difficult. <laughs> True. It's good. <laughs> it's very, very nice. A good instance of teamwork there. Um... Well, one of my favorite bugs, which was was long-standing for quite a while because we just didn't really want to fix it, but ultimately had to, um, was with the, with the plague toads. Um, they've got a special attack, which will... Uh, which will send out their tongue to uh, to lash you, and there was uh, there was a bug for quite a while where if you killed the plague toad in the middle of this animation, uh, you just get a massive tongue just wriggling in midair, um, and it was absolutely astonishing to see. Um, we really wanted to keep that in. If we had 
a miracle, a bit more time, maybe we'd have added it in where you could, uh, uh, the tongue would just drop and then drop to the floor and just be there. But uh, no, in the end, we had to had to fix that bug, sadly. Oh, heartbreaking. Mm. Absolutely heartbreaking. Um, Are we going to play the game tomorrow? Like, I'm planning to play it the second it comes out, right? And on secrets, like I, I worked on half the levels, but I don't know where the other half of the secrets are. So I'm going to go and have to get Sam, our level designer, to tell me where he's put all his secrets so that I can have the achievements. So that's, you know, there's a little Easter egg for you. I love that very much. Um, that's that's cool. Um, you know what I'm excited for, personally? I don't know what anyone else is thinking here, but um, I can't wait for speedrunners to pick up the game and to really see where they take take this with the community. I think it's going to be absolutely awesome. Um I mean, if Callum's anything to go by, it's going to be absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, I've actually, the competition. My friend who I speed on another game with has actually already pre-ordered the game, and he's done it just to find bugs to show me up to be like, this is what you couldn't find that I could, um, and I'm really looking forward to that. Absolutely. I think that's a great opportunity. If anyone fancies uh, matching up and challenging Callum on the speedrun, let us know and you'll get you'll get live updates. No, we'd we'd get bug reports come through where the title would be something like, Oh, you you can skip this section of the level. I'd be like, Oh, that's really bad. We need to look at that straight away. And you'd watch it, it'd be like a ten minute video of some intricate dance that plays out of leaping up some wall, hitting five buttons at the same time, leaping across the map in a particular way, and it's like, no one else is gonna be able to do that. It's fine. It'll be okay. We'll put that down the list a little bit. I just remember one level where you could skip the entire level immediately and Grant just kept putting in more, uh, bigger and bigger invisible walls until uh, they were like basically reaching the top of the map and then I sent him a little clip, like five minutes of me just taking the biggest diversion that you can just to prove you can still get over the uh, invisible wall, even though it was like longer than just playing the level at that point, um, just to prove it, it could be done. Yes. Um, for anyone wondering at home, Grant has the greatest look of disappointment on his face right now we had to do so much stuff like so much stuff <laughs> oh my god well i'm gonna start i'm gonna start looping us up now um has anyone got any just final thoughts feelings anything like that you know could be a word could be a phrase i feel like we're all you know nervous about the release tomorrow because it's it's a release and that makes you nervous but i think all internally we know that this game's pretty blimmin great and, you know, it's very exciting that people are about to be playing it and probably having a great time with it. We put this out on release day, game might possibly suck. Sorry. <laughs> no, whole thing's great. I've been saying it for months, though. <laughs> Bolt fun. Bolt done. It's really good hearing that back again. Really good. Because I remember being in that call and just, you can see, you know, we've got the little two inches of everybody's face on the remote call and you can just see, you can just see the excitement. You can hear the nerves. Um, it's a really nervous thing putting a game out there. There's so much of you, uh, the, the, the people that have made the thing in whatever discipline you, you come from uh, and work within, like there's a piece of you in it. And it's, it's really kind of, you're exploiting a little bit of yourself to kind of put it out there to the fan base, to then play and play and play again. 
Um, and it's nerve-wracking stuff. It really is nerve-wracking. Really nice to talk to our colleagues as well, because for some of them, it was their first game release ever. It's their first game credit. It's awesome to see them get that kind of milestone in their life and their careers. And then for others, it's a you know, our veterans, they get to say, yep, it's one of many, you know, <laughs> it's up there, but it's one of many. And that's cool too. That's awesome to be able to add this to repertoires as a great piece of work that everyone's proud of as well. Um, and yeah, like you said, like listening back to that, we were different people. This was like the pre-Bolkan era. So people would say, you know, BC, AD, that was uh, PB. And then there's P. B, <laughs> pre-bolt gun and post-bolt gun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you know, we've got two periods of time um, to speak of, and that was, I feel like I was a different human being then. I didn't know. I had no idea. No one had any idea, Matt. No, no one had any idea. And and I was kind of joking and, and scoffing at the, the comment you said uh, about we're changed people. I was joking and laughing about it, but it is true to a degree, because it's like, you know, if, as a studio and and for any of us that have worked on it, it was a really big deal, really big deal. And so you go into the next thing with this strange kind of expectation of yourself to be like, right, okay, well, bolt gun is a thing now. And, and that's, I'm kind of, I'm part of that. I need to apply that to the next thing now. There's a real expectation from everything that you do and don't do. Mm, it's, it's a funny feeling just kind of thinking back to that and just trying to remember that space in the room, the, the, the expressions on people's faces as we headed towards this thing and, and then it happened. Um, and with that said, yeah. it did happen. It did happen. So we're going to swing you over now to the morning of the launch. So morning UK time. Um, the, you know, we released the game over several time zones because it was a global launch. Uh, but you're going to hear a little bit from Matt and Tom just chatting on the morning of how they're feeling. Uh, and we, yeah, we get to reflect back on that moment. Um, so, Thomas, we, we wouldn't typically um, timestamp stuff on a podcast because you want to kind of keep it open and not give context and stuff. But for this, it's it's the 23rd of May. 2023 in the morning and bot gun comes out today yeah no it's just after half 10 um so it launched i think i think the playstation version went live first you know all, all the stores that you have games to they have slightly different protocols and processes so i believe the playstation store version unlocked last night midnight um and again that depends on what territory you're in <clears throat> so when midnight was um but yeah for us, obviously, we're also focused on the Switch and the, play and, and the Xbox and the Steam versions as well. And so the Steam version, as an example, we expect to go live sort of nine in the morning Steam time, which is their kind of West Coast US is approximately five o'clock our time when it tends to go live. You can set them earlier, but I, I think we tweeted out a, a graphic um, showing the different time zones when things would go live. But yeah, I think because Steam, you get a lot of instantaneous reaction collated in the one place. Because obviously with a game on Steam, the people can submit user reviews straight away. They can comment and discuss stuff on the forum attached to it. So we'll obviously be looking at socials, the various socials, you know, Facebook, Reddit, things like that. Um, but we'll also be monitoring that to see the reaction. But but yeah, I mean, nervously excited. And I think the first sign, positive sign so far, because the game was on pre-order, is currently charted on the Steam top chart. So 
as we chat now, um, I'll just double check in case I say it and it turns out not to be the case because this is live. But yes, yeah, so if you go on Steam and you click top sellers, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. We're currently eighth on Steam, and it's still a pre-order stage, so that's exciting. Yeah. And for someone who's, as you mentioned before, for someone who's been involved with so many launches at this point, I mean, if in any way, like, how does this differ from your experience? Does it differ? I don't know. I mean, like, where? Uh, yeah, I mean, I've released a lot of games, and, and, and I think when we chatted the other day, I said it's always a bit nerve wracking and, and, and exciting because you want people to enjoy and have fun with the things you've created. Um, this is definitely one of the biggest releases we've done, if not potentially the biggest release. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, we're all sort of on tender hooks. The difference here is we have a publisher focus who've been great to work with, uh, really, really got a lot of time for them, incredibly professional team. Um, and they're handling a lot of that side of it. it the other releases we've been involved in before, you know, and I'm thinking, say, Dark Future, where we published it, um, or Ogre, where we published it, or, or even going back when we partnered on something like Plague Inc. Evolved. Um, we were much more involved in the back end part of it. So, you know, you're the actual, you know, you or one of the team of the people clicking the go live now button. We're not doing that directly here. Um, but, you know, the, our marketing team uh, are hard at work kind of preparing our, our contribution to that. And again, focus have been doing a lot of the work there as well. So, yeah, so it's just a lot of nerves, a lot of trepidation, um, because you just never know. You just really never know. That's one of the reasons that makes this job so exciting and scary simultaneously is you, you really don't know what's going to happen until it's out there. And I would say what, what, you know, and again, if anyone is wondering, if there's a bug or something like that, do we immediately fix it and then do a launch update? On Steam, you can immediately change a build and do it. We wouldn't, and the reason is that you still want to go through testing. And again, I've, I've got hard experience going the wrong way. This where you fix one issue, inadvertently broke another issue more serious than the one you fixed, upload that build, and then everybody gets the really broken version. So you, you have to kind of restrain yourselves a little because obviously our immediate desire would be to jump on and fix whatever issues there and get that back in the hands of players quickly as possible. You have to take a step back, make sure you've fixed it, make sure you've not broken anything else, test it, make sure it's solid, put it through some kind of process. So the turnaround of any fix, if it's required, is not instantaneous. Um, it does take a little bit of time. And then on platforms, your console platforms, then you've got to resubmit it. They've got to check it. They've got to check that it's okay. So it takes even more time there. So again, you know, we're, we're ready to leap on stuff and figure it out. But for us, the first thing we'd want to do is is figure out if somebody's reporting an issue, what is that issue? How does it happen? How do we how do we identify how to repeat it so that our team can do it? And that's something we can do pretty much instantly. We have one of our, our amazing QA team jump onto an issue and see if they can replicate something that a player is saying they've got. But obviously, we hope there isn't anything. Or certainly we hope there's nothing serious enough that we're immediately, you know, diving into a kind of crisis mode. But but we just don't know. And that's what I mean. You know, th this could be uh, aged like milk comment where, you know, we're all hands to the pumps the next few days trying to fix something. Or it could be that actually we're able to take a step back and enjoy the reaction. And, you know, but inevitably there's always stuff like, and again, if somebody's saying, why haven't we fixed all the bugs in complicated systems like games, it's inevitable you know, we do a huge amount of testing. We do a huge amount of verifying everything like that. But it's simply not possible to come up with every permutation of system and way of playing 
And, you know, players always come up with inventive stuff you didn't expect them to, which is part of the fun of it. Um, but they may break it in ways you didn't expect them to either. Uh, and you've got to be there for that. So, yeah, that that's the kind of combination of all the nerves is, you know, will there be any issues? Will people like it? Will they enjoy it? Will, you know, will, will, will people want to buy it? You know, you know, we're a business at the end of the day. We exist to make money. Um, uh, through making hopefully great games that people love. Um, so yeah, all, all those kind of emotions flooding through and then the kind of preparedness, uh, the, the, you know, the, the satisfaction that game's out there. Cause I think delivering a game is a massive achievement. I mean, even at this point, Jess, um, it's starting to heat up because we've, you know, we arrive at the morning of the launch. I remember that. Uh, well, I was at my day job, Matt, uh, doing some kind of biz dev work. Um, I can remember at the time, that's why I couldn't make the call with, with you and Tom then. Um, but just thinking back to where I was, I was fully in preparation mode, but also I kind of knew what to expect this time around. Uh, Brewmaster was my first um, launch. Not my first game credit, but my first launch. Uh, just... A little brag, humble brag. <laughs> um, and I remember feeling quite nervous and didn't know what to do, what the steps were for, for Brewmaster. But I think for this time around for Boltgun, I was completely calm. I was very chill because I knew it was going to do fantastic. Um, obviously, I'm the, the numbers head. I'm the person who gets yeah. to see that spreadsheet and how well we think it's going to do. And I was already like, yep, it's going to do fantastic. I'm happy. That's interesting because that was not my perspective at all. Um, and I was about, I was thinking of that kind of point just now before you started saying about it, like you would have had the facts, figures, numbers and data in front of you. For me uh, and for many of us, it, just, it wasn't like that. It's more of an emotional release, an emotional investment. And you see the thing you've piled hours and hours and hours into finally come out. Um, and it is just, it's very therapeutic just to kind of put something to bed and say, that's out, it's done move on to the next thing now and you can kind of say goodbye to it yeah so that was where that's where i was on the morning um i think more of the work kind of came in on the post launch trying to kind of do all the reforecasting so where do we think we're heading next because now we've got this whole new influx of data and points to work from how do we think it's going to change how have our expectations changed for the game because we've still got another x number of years ahead of us of this game being out there with people um you know, what are our next steps with it and seeing the responses and collating those responses. So, you know, going through all the Steam reviews and pulling them in for the production team and tracking those KPIs, looking at those sales numbers and that kind of thing. So yeah. that was that was kind of like my next step was just, right, more data gathering, let's go, action stations. Um, Jess, do you want to start or or why? I'm, I'm, my brain is all a fuzz at the minute. This is going to be the most incoherent recording ever, I think. Oh my god, I'm just I've got so many tabs open right now. I keep flicking from one yeah. to the other and like constantly hitting refresh. This is this is exactly where I'm at the moment. Um, I can also see my little my little line isn't wobbling. I think everyone's F5 button is getting hammered today. My yes. God. <laughs> um, yeah. That's how I'm feeling. What about you, Matt? What were you, you're coming in. What was this? PC Gamer on 85? Is this, is well, this what we had? Yeah. I mean, amongst many of the tweets that were being thrown around today and uh, messages and stuff, I did see a screen grab of, of a PC Gamer review at 85. I'm pretty sure it was PC Gamer. We're going to have to double check on that, but I'm sure it was. Um, the thing that keeps going through my head, I haven't played it for a while, but I was playing, I went through this phase of playing, uh, oh, it's, it's a game, you, you play as a game developer on, it's a mobile game and I forget the name. Game it? Dev Story. Uh, yeah, 
I might have to check that as well. Um, but when you release a game, and it, of course all the reviews animate, and that's all I'm seeing at the minute, I'm seeing all those <laughs> stars and everything kind of coming into the screen. It's just like bolt gun. Da, 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 da. It's it's mad. It's utterly utterly stupid. It's so bonkers, all this stuff. Game Dev Tycoon, sorry. Game, game uh, Dev yeah, Tycoon. Game, played the, yeah, played, played that and Game Devs. Um, yeah, it's really fun. Yeah. Um, and where are you, Tom? Where are you at right now? Uh, okay, well, yeah, so time stamping it, it is quarter to six uh, here in the UK. So the game has been out now on Steam and I think a few other platforms like Switch for about 45 minutes. Um, I've had a look over the Steam forums. They seem the usual discussions you get on the release of a game. Um, you know, people asking questions, people wondering about settings, people asking if it works with this, does it work on that thing? That, that's pretty standard. No, like massive, like ag panic so far, um, which is good. No Steam reviews yet, as yet, which is cool. Although we are in the Steam charts, and depending on how you cut your Steam charts, um, we're in the top 10 on the global the global sales without filter uh we're number two on the normal uh, on the kind of slightly more segmented one if you take out and then if you take out free to play games we're number one so uh yeah incredibly pleased with how that's going and, and i think that's that's I, I think it cannot be underestimated how hard it is to even get a game on the charts on steam when you launch it and for context every week there is something like three to four hundred games released in a week, which means, you know, you're looking at, you know, what, what a good, do the maths. Um, you're looking at a good, um, yeah, 60 odd games, 50 to 60 games releasing in that day. So to be one of the games that gets charted at all is very, very difficult. To be a game that charts into the top of those charts is even harder. So it is a huge testimony to all of the team uh, here at Oroch who developed it, our, our colleagues at Focus, our colleagues over at Games Workshop. Um, yeah, massive, massive, you know, can't can't sort of clap my hands loud enough without breaking your mics recording <laughs> this to, to thank everybody, including you, Matt, because you were one of the development team. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, you know, very, I mean, very excited, very pleased so far. But it's early days. And, and, and by that, I mean, yeah, we're going to record a series of these vignettes. And I keep saying, like, age like milk, um, because I really don't want to do an age like milk where we're like, oh, oh, gosh, yeah. But at the moment, there's a high. <laughs> Let's just, we'll take the win. At the moment, it's a high. Yeah. And you, you need to absolutely bathe in that high because, I mean, you know better than, than, than any of us, Tom. Like, it's, it can be a little bit short lived. It's important to, uh, really bathe in these moments because, you know, tomorrow it's, it's another day and we go back to the, the next thing and, and, and all the same challenges still, still exist there. So, ah, uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm just kind of, uh, I'm really glad. Who, well, it would have been, I don't know who came up with the original idea for these these snippets, but it's a great idea because going into anything we record for the podcast, it's normally planned, it's scripted. You kind of you, you have time to think about it, but I ain't got no time to think about this today. It's just all very raw, um, and and it's all very true. And I think that's what that, that's just what makes this whole really uh, release of Botgun so kind of just feels very personal um, for for everyone involved. Just feels really significant. Um, and it's not just, just this one game. It's like everything, every game that's come before it, um, has, has been a stepping stone towards this. You learn, you iterate, and then you, you, you arrive at this point. 
Um, so it's you know it's a huge thanks to the, all those those past games, those past teams, past past staff members, past partners, all these things. You know, it's it's all a stepping stone. It's mad. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I think as a game development is such an iterative process that the game you make now is the sum total of all of the games you've ever made pass, fail, whatever, which is why when I talk to newer people coming in the industry, people wanting to be in the industry and they ask about, you know, especially if you're a graduate or maybe you're kind of making games in your own time and people ask me, what can I do? And I say, just, just get on and do stuff like join a mod community, take part in game jams, like getting that experience of, of making the stuff is just invaluable because yeah, we, we've had a lot of very experienced developers on this team who, you know, who really are extremely talented, but there's also a few people, this is some of the first stuff they've done. Um, so it's a real range of stuff and, and, and it shows, show, the talent shows, it really does. Yeah, I'm just, I'm insurmountably proud of everything that everyone's put in um, from Aurop, from Focus, from everyone involved, from GW. Um, I'm currently watching, whilst we're talking now, watching the uh, the launch trailer that's on Steam. This is mm. the first time I've seen this. I haven't actually checked this out on Steam yet. Um, it's just, it's gorgeous. I just love the retro feel to it and the old computer and the, and the room. I just think everything has just been done so delicately and consciously and intentionally in all the decisions that have been made from the design team um speaking to some of our devs earlier today they were talking about um there's there's a reddit article on this now actually talking about how to make the the sprites versus a 3d model and then trying to like come up with some kind of blend mesh of the two together so you can have those modern lighting effects and everything like that with that old pixel retro feel i just think it's just so such incredible talent has gone into this and i'm really really proud of everyone um it's awesome the voices tired voices at the end of that day i sounded knackered <laughs> i mean it was that i mean of course by and large we're we're all sat down looking at a screen all day um you know it's not like we're out running marathons or whatever but like it's, you're just trying to respond, trying to keep tabs on everything, trying to sort of follow the trend that it became. And I think that's what struck me on the day was after I finally put down uh, those words that Thomas said about, you know, you just never know whether it's going to be a slam dunk or not. After we could clearly see fans were enjoying this, um, at that point it was like, right, okay, uh, people are enjoying this. What, what, what are they what, saying? What next? What yeah. next? Where, yeah. where, where's the conversation now? And it, and it wasn't difficult to find. It was difficult keeping up with it because it was snowballing at an incredibly fast rate. It was, yeah, it was going quick and just seeing all of the praise for so many different aspects of the design and different bits that went into the game. People picking out their favourite weapons or like, you know, the first people to smash it out on Exterminus difficulty. I remember keeping a pure eye on that, looking out for speedrunners because I was like, I want to see this on speedrun.com and I want to know when it's on there. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I, it was exciting to be there in in the moment of, of the game release. Um, and it's, yeah, it was, it was just really really cool to be there and be part of it and then i think what was really nice as well is what we're going to skip to in a minute is um having our company wide a couple of days later for you folks at home we have a company wide every thursday morning um that's really important to us and make sure that everyone has that sense of you know we are we are a company despite being remote you know we are all united together um 
and uh, it's usually to share kind of progress on projects and you know general company admin and accountment and all that kind of stuff mm. um but it was our first company wide since since the launch as well and we just kind of wanted to give everyone a moment to feel proud to be proud of their colleagues to be proud of themselves mm. because something that thomas says a lot and i think is definitely true as well is that all of the work we put into all the work we put into a game it's built off the back of all of the games previous to it, all of the work our colleagues have done previous to it, we are the sum of the many, we are the sum of everyone, um, as well as the people who did obviously the actual fantastic work. I'm not going to take credit for other people's work here from the game. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think that's really awesome. And I think what we're going to go now into is just that meeting where Thomas leads it, our, our beloved leader, our benevolent leader, um, leading us in our company-wide um, and just speaking to the game and how the launch went for him. I, I think I'm going to do a slightly different format, as I said, for this, and, and that's because I do really want to cover Bolt Gun. Um, and that's because, you know, it's not every day we release a big game. Making games is really, really hard work, and it's not every day we release a game this big. But today, really, I want to take that win that we've got from this, and I want to touch on a few comments of, of the of what people have been saying about the hard work that you know the team have produced here. Game of the year contender, best Warhammer game since Dawn of War, not just a great 40K game, but a great shooter. The fluidity of the movement and the combat, amazing music. So hats off to you there, Matt, for that one. Um, and you can see the love of the IP. You can see it in the taunts, the codex idle animation, um, you know, just, just tons and tons of it. And, you know, for me, my journey on this started back in 1987 and um i took a i know i've posted this before but there's a couple of newer people so i never tire of posting it afterwards uh thomas uh, then goes on to read through all the game credits every single one um and really notes on how many of the individuals uh were part of it and to all of the work that they contributed he was so in touch with everyone who touched the the game in such a unique way in a personal way and in an individual way um so please do take a look at the game buy the game first of all play the game and look at the credits list as well and just take a look at all of the work for everyone who contributed to it um it's yeah it's something to be really really proud of special shout out to the bolt gun team and i'm going to do it in a slightly more long form format so I've got the credits open and I'm going to work my way through them because I do want to thank everybody who's been involved in this. So, um, you know, on the biz dev team, we, we've had Nina and Jess working on it. This was Nina's first big biz dev project um, that she led on. And, and it's been a complicated project with a lot of ups and downs, but ultimately it came through. Uh, on the admin team, we've obviously had Jade and Danielle. And again, I can't emphasize enough how much in the back end People don't, you know, even if you're getting together for, a, you know, a team grouping at the office, we need to travel somewhere for something. Their kind of support is invaluable as part of that. And then on the design, Aaron, Grant, you know, what can I say? Amazing leadership on, on the game. And then Sam and Toby, uh, you've just done fantastic design work throughout it. Uh, and obviously, Stu Griffin, you've been instrumental in, in that design as well. On the UX UI team, led by Alex, Olaf, Ryan, Dan, amazing, you know, the, the game, people are saying it's flawless, like an absolutely brilliant game. And then on the art again, you know, Aaron, Mark, 
uh, you've just done fantastic leadership into that along with Jose. And then uh, we've had just stunning contributions from Joe, Michael, again, Stu, uh, Michael Hetherington, um, Olivia, Alexander, Dan, Dan Lehman, that is, Samantha, Marin, uh, and Pete Pilak. Uh, and Pete, you know, you've, you were on this from right from the very start. You've been with us a long time. And I think, again, an un unsung hero often of that technical art that goes on in the background that makes everything work. And Jade, I, I passed you two images um, that Pete did, I think, around about three, three, three and a half years ago to the to nail the original concept of what we thought this could be. And they were really instrumental in us being able to sell that game through. So if you wouldn't mind posting those into chat, I think it'd be great to share those. Um, so Gordon uh, also on, on the character art done a great job. And then we come to the code, uh, the, the ever important code. Um, and Stefan and Sam have been amazing leadership on that along with Anne and then Matt Holmes, John Kennedy, before he went to the dark side of production, uh, obviously contributed code and Joe and Jack and David, uh, just brilliant work, you know, so smooth the way the games come out and so many people just enjoying the game and not wading through bugs or anything like that and that's in part testing me to there then on the writing um grant again and jake uh people and um, peter people are loving the stuff it's fantastic on the audio side of it matt and jono and then the qa team again the fact that people have enjoyed such a high quality product comes from the invaluable assistance the qa team led by dave uh, and, and Toby. So I want to thank Khalil as well uh, as uh, contributed to that leadership and the, the QA in general. So Tom, Robbie, Caleb, Jordan, Adan, Adam, uh, and then you know, more recent additions, Billy, but also, uh, you know, contributing a huge amount to it. Um, Callum too. And then on the marketing side of it, Jem and Liddell, but I know other uh, people on the marketing team have, have contributing bits here and there as well. But uh, and again, with Liddell's job, it's often one of these again unsung, um, you know, hero roles, dealing with all the comments, answering questions, everything like that. The kind of front line of what the players think or don't think about the game is important. Then on the production side, uh, incredible production leadership from Peter and Nina and Ant, but also additional production support from Hannah and Toby. Um, which, you know, invaluable. And then on the business development side, David, who who um, is off on paternity leave. So congratulations to him. But also I really want to thank Dean, whose support internally for the project has just been unwavering and we couldn't have got there without him. Um, you know, just and then across the Sumo group, we, we benefited from having a whole bunch of other people coming in and delivering stuff to it. So Nathan, Ewan, Alec um, from within Sumo group and Sumo India, um, we had Stuart supporting us, but then the, the invaluable services of Ganesh, Basu, Tanuj, Rasheen, um, but also from Pixland, Robert. Uh, and then obviously we, we come to the, you know, the other partners that we've had in the game. So obviously focus uh, and focus on the production and the publishing side have been great. Um, but also Indian Play, Side UK, Too Awesome, The Voice Actors, D-Rock, The Band. They're not together anymore, but I want to thank them. But but also, uh, you know, in addition to that, I want to thank Alex 
There's Alex Hill and Rachel of the finance team who, again, do a lot of this background work to make sure stuff happens. And then there's a whole group of Sumo people um, with Zaz, Annabelle, Brendan and Chris. And they sorted out all that additional freelance support that we got into it, which, again, we just couldn't have done it without them. I also want to thank Katie and Emma from the HR team, who, again, in the background, have done a huge amount of stuff. So there's a lot of thanks there, but they're all absolutely necessary with it. And I want to say just, you know, a huge thank you to all of those people in that team. You know, you're great. And the 95% player review score tells me I'm 100% correct in that assumption. And if you ever have a down day where you're feeling a bit of imposter syndrome or maybe things aren't going well, remember that, you know, we've got there. We And today we're going to take that win because making games is hard. But when the wins come, we should absolutely take them. But also, Bolt Gun is the sum total of every game we've made and are making. And within that interlocking team support and learning and experience, we, we're just not able to hit the highs that we have here. And so, you know, if you're clapping for the Bolt Gun team and, and deservedly so, that's all part of the team. And so that win is a win absolutely for the Bolt Gun team, but it's a win for us as a wider team as well. And I think we have a wider mission, whether, you know, whether we wanted it or not. And I think we do want to take the mantle of this, but actually we realized at GDC that, that, that there's a wider mission being given to us um, regardless. And and what I mean by that is at GDC, uh, we got a request for a meeting with a professor from DigiPen Institute of Technology in Redmond, Washington. And she wanted to chat to us because basically she listened to all our podcasts and watched videos we put out and various other things. I was just really excited that there was a studio that works really hard to be a non-crunch positive place to work. And she has students who, you know, they look at all these horror stories of like abuse in games industry studios and awful crunch culture and things like that. And she points to students to say, look, there's an alternative to this. You don't have to put up with um, bad working conditions, you know. And, and I think what Bolt Gun shows is it's possible to be a positive place to work, not to crunch and still have the win. And so whether we want that or not, that is something, you know, that is a mission we are achieving. And I think that doesn't come by accident. You know, that positive culture that we're talking about here. And over the last few days, you know, we, we've had um, talking with, with, with other people, we've had a lot of really nice things said about the culture here. But again, I want to really underline that that does not come by accident. It comes when all of us work really hard to make that positive culture where we are respecting each other. We do assume good intent first and we do work to and expect of our colleagues, the highest standards of professionalism, where we're always seeking to improve the art and craft of making a game. So, you know, it might, from the outside of seeing this game coming out, you know, some, some people might think that it seems quite effortless and, you know, it's such a great project and, you know, how could we not make that success? I would say the massive amount of work that's gone in across all these things I've talked about here are the reason that this game is a success. So. Today, absolutely, we, we take that win. And, and again, I just want to end uh, my little part on this um, before uh, I, we jump to the socials and everything today. Just again, uh, I want to say a big thank you to all of those people that I've, I've talked through and, and named in this. And you know, congratulations on Bolt Gun. You have achieved a game that I think will be in the top 0.1% of Steam. Uh, and that is something that is incredibly difficult to achieve, unprecedentedly difficult in the current conditions, and yet we've, we've done it. So thank you. So at this point, we'd had the company wide. Um, 
everyone was changed. Everyone was altered, like altered beasts. Um, and then we arrived at Friday and we had a very, very um, uh, worky celebration in person with the Balkan team. Uh, you and I took it upon ourselves, Jess, um, and we jumped about the place. We, we did. were We were at that in person. I brought a bunch of gear and we stuck microphones in people's faces. I'm pretty sure at some point Grant uh, asked me politely to remove the microphone from his forehead. Yes. Um, we had so one of those boom mics. It was very fun. <laughs> it was a lot of fun just booming the whole thing. Um but this day in particular, you know, the release was there now. Um, we all were very aware um, and it had become very apparent that Bolt Gun uh, was a bit of a smash. Yeah, it was a bit a, of a smash. Just a, just, a, just a little smash. Um, and we, were, we allowed ourselves, we allowed ourselves to swim in that win a little bit. Um, because in game development, you, you don't get too many opportunities to do it. When they do come along, you make sure that you you chew on them for, for quite some time because they're, they're worth their weight um, and you deserve it. Game development is difficult work, very difficult work. Um, and so we, we, we bombed around um, the, the studio uh, of which we are currently in, which still feels fantastic to be back in person recording this thing. In this very room. In this very room. We had, we had, we had directors over here. We had leads over there. We had people over We had people playing the game over there in the corner. There were donuts on that table over Don't there. Don't forget the donuts. Don't forget those donuts. Oh my gosh. The donuts. There was like three or four boxes of donuts. There were so donuts. many boxes. I think it's because everyone bought a box of donuts. <laughs> <laughs> it's you know it's mandatory really you release a game you have donuts um and and we just went around and we got everyone's um reflective thoughts on what had just happened and and that's what it was it wasn't just like by this point it wasn't the case of oh we released a game the other day it's like what's just happened mm. there was this kind of strange euphoric surprise around everyone it's like did really what yeah did this just happen this week you know? And the answer to that was, yeah. It, it felt like a lifetime. I remember coming in on the Friday, we'd released the game on the Tuesday just beforehand. And I was like, it already feels like weeks and weeks has passed, but it was just a mere few days. I feel like so much had happened in such a short space of time. Yeah, it was intense. From that Tuesday, well, the whole week, the whole week, from that Monday to the Friday, it was a real roller coaster of emotions. Um, some ups and then the downs weren't actual downs. The downs were just you trying to come down from this huge, you know, high that you had on the Tuesday, Wednesday sort of thing. And uh, it was pretty magnificent. It was, it was. I'm Aaron Ashbrook and I'm the creative director. Yeah, I mean, it was amazing because it's a... Uh, <laughs> it was such a strong idea, but we never thought GW would go for it. Like, and you know, as soon as we actually put it to them, they were super on board and, you know, they were, they were advocating for it internally. And uh, I think just the strength of the core idea is what like propelled it all the way through. And yeah, just, and now just, just immensely proud, like, of what we've, what we've done. Anecdotes and then, um, Best weapon and why? I'll start with you, man. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Lord, hit me like a spear! Uh, sure. I'll start with favourite weapon, just because I can't think of any fun anecdotes. Uh, my favourite weapon is definitely the shotgun. It's, um, 
the one that I made, which is pretty cool. Oh, and the anecdote, there's an anecdote about that as well, which is that when I made that shotgun, I posted it up into the into the game. The next day, a bug came in saying the shotgun is too good. So that's sort of why I hold it into my heart. <laughs> But yeah. Don't you put that bug in, man? No, Sam Harder <laughs> did. I put that bug in about every other feature I make. Feedback. Uh, my favourite gun is the Melter gun, because that's the one that I made. <laughs> and getting the particle physics to work properly on the projectiles took six days or so, I think, of figuring out the maths on it. And then realising we'd done the completely wrong approach and went back to it and got it working in half a day. Uh, hi, I'm Joe Mills, I'm a programmer, and uh, my favourite weapon is the heavy bolter, partially because I made it, uh, and also <laughs> and also because, it, it, I mean, it's good fun to kind of just be standing there, have a, like a load of enemies in front of you, and then just like open up a rain of bolter fire and just churn through everything. Um, and my, I think my favourite anecdote was probably one of the very serious conversations that we had with GW, you know, the, the meetings when, uh, where we at length discussed whether um, the benches in the library would be made of wood and would the Space Marine break the wood uh, and then we were talking about the various materials that would be used down to the fact that wood is a, a valuable commodity in the grimdark uh, so actually they wouldn't be made of wood at all um, and I was just like this is this is my life I'm having a very serious business meeting about what <laughs> what material will be used on a bench in Space Marine <laughs> um, so I made a deal with Tom our studio director um, around this time last year and like I said we knew it was going to go well and I made a bet and I picked a very big number because I think previous to Bolt Gun the most we've had on launch is like 120 maybe not even that um, and I picked a very big number and I made a deal with Tom that if we had 300,000 wish lists before release or on release that I would get the Oroch logo tattooed. So Alex, our UI UX director, is going to be designing that. And uh, yeah, watch, uh, watch our social channels because we will be making a post about that. <laughs> Gosh, that was... I mean, first of all, we were just such little pests on the day. That was really fun. <laughs> I remember like going through and exploring the whole room and chatting to everyone in, in person and some looking very scared that we were talking to them with a boom mic and some being very excited. Um, mm. That was really, really nice being able to talk to everyone. Um, asking what everyone's favorite weapons was, was a highlight for me from the day personally. And obviously all of the programmers were like, obviously the weapon that I made, which I <laughs> thoroughly enjoyed. Um, but also that's just a sign of them being proud of the work that they did. Um, just listening to everyone, seeing people playing the game, like seeing the QA team just smashing out the game on, on you know, our dev kits that we had in the corner. That was really awesome to see. Mm -hmm. um, gosh, what an atmosphere. That's amazing. I mean, you mentioned then about the uh, about the weapons, and what I take from that is it's everyone was they were. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm just, I'm just thinking about how I sort of tackled it, but like I can't speak for everybody. But it was though everyone was just thinking about their contribution, and not in a not in a uh, single-minded, arrogant way. It's just like this thing has happened. We know it's a big deal. It's a real slam dunk, and wow, I, I contributed towards that. Mm. So it was that kind of idea, and everybody was doing that. And, and you're right; it was really nice to go around and just ask people about it, get their really uh, raw thoughts on it because it was so raw still. Um, it was still so fresh. I mean, and even now, uh, you know, three, four months on, it still feels very fresh. It's, it's still this thing we talk about. Um, the, the, the spin now, of course, is like, where do we move, where and how do you move forward from a, a smash like bolt gun? That's the challenge now. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. One of my favorite things actually has happened. I went to a music festival a couple of months ago and I think I was in the queue to get some water or something. And I heard two people behind me talking about Bolt Gun, <laughs> a game that had just come out. And I had this moment of being like, do I, do I say that I was part of it or not? I chose not to in the end. I just wanted my water to crack on because I was going to miss a gig otherwise. Um, but I just thought like, that was in the wild. These two strangers completely unbeknownst to, to where they were or anything like that were just behind me talking about a game that my studio works on which I think is really awesome but it's like those things just almost never happen and, and you, you very rarely especially if you come across them randomly like that and it's like oh my gosh this is real this is a thing that has happened you know it has happened and so many people were so excited beforehand as well like we got to our our 300,000 wishlist goal that Nina mentioned earlier on in mm -hmm. the snippet and She's going to get that tattoo. It's going to happen. Keep an eye out for it, folks. It's on the pod um, now, so it's, it's in contract. Exactly. It's going to happen. But it's knowing how much people were anticipating it beforehand and then still the receipt afterwards as well. It's just something to really behold and take in as a spectacle. The whole journey from start to finish, from pre-production all the way through to the launch and the post-launch support as well. Mm -hmm. um, it's been a journey, and thanks for coming along with us. If I could do the bolt gun launch all over again i absolutely would not do it over again <laughs> i couldn't tell which way you were going to go with that for a second I, I, the reason i say that is because i don't know it feels like a lightning in a bottle kind of thing and it was so perfect it was so perfect and it had um it had the right amount of tension the right amount of suspense um the the planning was just bulletproof um and when I say it had the right amount of tension and stress, it, it, it really did. It, it was fun to, in, to be part of. I enjoyed that launch a lot. And of course, that became much easier to enjoy when we knew that fans were really digging this thing. Um, but even just the excitement, we knew we had a good game. So at, at the worst case scenario, it seemed like, okay, well, this is going to be at least, you know, average to good or something. I don't know. Don't know. Uh, Everything that then surpassed that, it was just like, oh, wow, this, I'm swimming in this, and this feels lovely. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's very, very cool. Did you know that at the moment, uh, or last time I checked, which was last week, is more people are playing Warhammer 40,000 Bolt Gun on the Steam Deck than people are playing Horizon Zero Dawn on the Steam Deck? <laughs> is that right? Yeah. Oh, my God. See, when you just, like, throw in a random fact like that, Jess, it's like... Oh, damn. <laughs> In comes the imposter syndrome, straight into the back of the head. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. But no, it's, it's true. And, and watching um, Bolt Gun just sit on top of the charts during that launch as well, it, you know, I, I've still got that screen grab. I'm never going to lose that screen grab now because, again, it just supports enjoying the win. You have to enjoy those wins. Um, it makes everything you do completely and utterly justified because um, you owe it to yourself if you work on game. Game development is really hard. And you owe it to yourself to make sure that you enjoy the thing. Yeah, I know we keep saying that, but game dev is hard. Like, un understand. Um, if that's your one takeaway from this entire podcast, is game development is hard, but it is worth it um, for all the big wins and the little wins. In the fast-paced realm of the games industry, the best way to keep up to date with everything happening at Oroch Digital is to follow us on social media. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, using the handle at Oroc Digital. And we're on LinkedIn too, as Oroc-Digital-Limited. 
We also encourage you to sign up to our mailing list to receive regular newsletters that go into more detail about our projects and to join our community Discord, who are the first to hear our updates. You can subscribe to the mailing list and join the Discord on our website, auricdigital.com. And whilst you're on the website, be sure to check out our recruitment page under auricdigital.com forward slash jobs, where we post all employment opportunities. Links to all these socials and more are in the episode description. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you in the next one.